It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On NBA Fantasy Minute is presented by PrizePix. PrizePix is the most fun you can have playing daily fantasy basketball and winning up to 25 times your money. Go to prizepix.com slash LockedOnNBA and use the code LockedOnNBA for a first deposit match up to $100. We are very much in the thick of the fantasy basketball playoffs. You might be starting it this week. You might be already in it. It might be a week away. And at this point of the year, with only five weeks left in the entire regular season, Playing the schedule is the most important thing. So this week, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Los Angeles Lakers play two games only. So any fringe players you have from those teams, even guys, yes, like Kyle Anderson replacing Kyle Anthony Towns, that's not worth it with two games on. You need to be stacking extra games and you need to be looking at the teams with four games. You need to be looking at teams with games early in the week and then switching them out for teams with more games later in the week. Get more games in, play the schedule, be cutthroat with injuries and get players in to get yourself success for fantasy basketball. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome in. I'm Kainani Stevens with Kuka Heel from Locked On Pistons as we keep you up to date on all of the trades going down before the NBA trade deadline gets here. And one of the first ones we saw today has been pretty slow, but um, Simone Fontecchio is headed to Detroit and kind of giving up some contracts, giving up a pick on the way back. Ku, what was your first immediate reaction when you saw the trade go through? Um, I thought it was a good trade by Troy Weaver in this front office. Um, I don't think that there's going to be any big deal coming for the Detroit Pistons, but they need to do something at this deadline to help this roster. Uh, there's no saving this season, but to they need to pick a direction whether they want to go enter full-on tank mode or to acquire some guys that can help you know, try end this season on a good note with their young core and allow them to try to grow and develop for the rest of the year. I think adding, finally, a guy that can shoot threes, a movement shooter, not just a catch-and-shoot three-point shooter, but a movement shooter, um, that also is not a blow-by on defense. It's something they've needed for years, and that's something he can bring to the team. So I think you know they've needed shooting just anywhere, um, but specifically at the wing to add some size um, and some, some average defense is big time for this squad. Detroit's going to have some control as well because he'll be a restricted free agent, so if they want to keep him long-term, that's an option. Um, any concern with giving up picks and, and what, they were able, what they gave up in this, or do you think it was a pretty good deal? Uh, no, I'm not concerned at all with really with it. Um, they gave up Proceda, who was an overseas prospect they drafted a few years ago. Um, from what I understand, he was never going to come over uh, to the United States for the Detroit Pistons, at least. Um, he is a fine prospect, but it didn't sound like he was ever going to make that NBA debut with the Detroit Pistons. So I'm not, I don't really care about that. Um, Kevin Knox is a journeyman who wasn't in the NBA until the Pistons signed him a few weeks into the year. So that's not a big deal. Um, the 32nd pick or, you know, somewhere around there, wherever the Pistons end up finishing, which I'm assuming that's or that's not the Pistons, pick, that's the better of the Grizzlies and uh, another team's pick somewhere around that 32nd pick. Um, that That's a good value. It's it's basically a first at the very beginning of the second round. Um, but the Tro- Detroit Pistons have been, you know, they very often have just traded their second round picks for mm-hmm. things they want. 
Um, and if they want a second round pick, they'll go out and buy one or they'll go out and make a deal later on and get one. So I'm not really concerned about trading that pick. Um, if it was just a throw in, like if it was for Marvin Bagley's contract to get off of his contract, then that would be a problem. If you're using that pick to then get a rotation player that will actually play and help you, then yeah, that, that's completely fine. I'd say that if your 32nd pick were to turn out to have the career that Fontecchio is having or the season he's having, you're probably saying that was a great pick. So I'd, I'm not concerned at all with the picks they gave up or the pick they did give up. Do you feel like this move kind of gives you a little bit more clarity about what they're going to do going forward? Because, I mean, obviously the season's been pretty tough, but what their kind of goals are going forward, does this clear a little bit up? And to be honest, not really. They This team very is very confusing. I'm not sure which, even with this deal, I'm not sure what they're going to do within the next 24 hours before the deadline. I'm not sure what they're going to do once the offseason rolls around. Um, we've been told change is coming, change is coming from the ownership since December um, when this 28-game, 27-game losing streak was happening. Um, and they've made a trade for Mike Muscala and Danilo Gallinari, two aging vets, and then Fontecchio, uh, which is a fine deal. Um, but it's not like it's ch- drastically changing anything for the Detroit Pistons. Um, I think it more so points to the fact that they believe, the front office and this 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 organization believes, that if this core, if this young core simply had – quality role players around them this season wouldn't have gotten out of hand as it did. Um, and maybe, you know, that's obviously a failure on them to not address that before the season. I'm going to have to wait till February 7th to do so. Um, but if anything, all what it tells me is that they believe that this young core would have been having a much better season if they simply had quality role players around them that could play that wouldn't be considered one of the worst players in the NBA, which is what they've had for the all for the totality of this season. So that's the only takeaway I have long-term with this outside of that. I don't know. Is there a big trade coming tomorrow? I don't know. Is there a smaller trade coming tomorrow? I don't know. Um, I'd guess no, but I, I don't think this tells you whether they're going to or not. All right. Thanks for the update. Of course, check out locked on Pistons for all of what this trade is going to mean. And of course, we'll keep an eye on anything that comes up later as the NBA deadline approaches. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.